Hello, dear listener. It's Paul. And this is John. You may not know it, but we are quickly coming up to our 500th episode. You might remember we made a big deal out of our 300th. And did absolutely nothing for our 400th. So for the 500th, we're going to try doing something. And that something is going to include us giving away a transformer to one of the dear listeners. I assume Yo's Toes is talking about one of them core classes, what's are affordable at all. No chance, Lou. We're talking about Studio Series. Ah, jeez. Well, then you have to keep the contest in Canada or Continental's U.S. Why? Because I'm a cheap prick. Well, there you go, dear listeners. If you live within Canada or the continental United States, email your name and your province or state to transformersnitpickers at gmail.com before September 10th, 2023. And on the 500th episode, Paul and I will draw one name at random, get that dear listener's address, and mail them a... Why was there a beep when you said... name? So the dear listeners will be held in suspense and we'll get more downloads. Will that actually work? I don't know. Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. Well, Paul, I'm insane. <laughs> Today it is episode 43 of Transformers Energon. It is distribution. This episode was written by Akira Okea, who must be insane. And the last <laughs> time on Transformers Energon, uh, the Omnicon succeeded in giving the Autobots passage through the Energon gas grid shield, uh, while Kicker tagged along and didn't do much. And in this episode, Galvatron says, turn on the lights, and the sanity leaves the room after that. Yep, this is a grade A what-the-fuck episode. Because immediately we see what looks like I called a robot Sailor Moon, and I yeah. guess it's a night at the fights. Kind of. And and we get, like, right into it. It's these two robot girls who are like, hey, here we are. It's our first fight. And it's Hotshot and Rodimus versus Mirage. And and while this is going on, oh, does Alpha Q start yet? Or no, he doesn't, because Mirage has this big showy entrance. Oh, yeah. He, well, he comes in, and, like, there's the spotlight on him, and they're throwing confetti and everything else. And there's so this much huge confetti. cloak Decepticon behind him. And when he pulls off the... Uh, the cloak it's tidal wave well kind of yeah because it's tidal wave but then he has mirage with him this is the what the fuck is going to get so weird on this so it's both versions of him yeah, both versions are the same guy, and this this isn't the first time this is going to happen. Oh, no, it is not. Uh, well, we go to these girls a few times. One of them has a comment here about, like, hot shots hot, and then the other has a thing for Galvatron. I don't think that matters. Uh, but the fight happens... Actually, no, it doesn't. It doesn't really happen, does it, Paul? Well, no, because there's a very, very brief shot of, like, the brackets for this tournament. Like, might be two seconds long. And while they're showing us that... Hotshot and Rodimus defeat Mirage and Tidal Wave off camera. Like, we don't even hear it. <laughs> we just come back and it's over. Well, what we do here is Alpha Q whining and complaining, and he does it so much it's not even worth doing an episode of the podcast within a podcast. He just <laughs> whines and complains that apparently the Autobots are using this as a training program. Yeah, it's just something they're running, and another face is like, well, I don't like it, change the station, but the other ones want to keep watching, and I guess it's time for the next match, and this time it's Landmine and Cliffjumper versus Op. Optimus and Wingding. Yeah, and they power link, which is going to eat up collectively all the power linking. It's got to be about a quarter of this episode is just power linking. And again, it's the 
the setup where Wang Ding's legs blue mittens. becomes, yeah, Optimus's arms, which I think looks way cooler than the other one. That's my note. It's blue mitten Optimus. Blue uh, <laughs> it does look way cooler. It looks better. The other one looks just bulky and chunky. The wings don't suit him. Uh, but Optimus Prime or Wing Fart, whatever he's called, um, <laughs> just immediately opens fire before there's a bell or anything and blasts the other two and he wins. And then it just shows Landmine and Cliffjumper just floating there for two or three seconds, and, th and this keeps happening. We get these still shots after every fight, and now it's time for battle number three. It's Ironhide and Jetfire versus Scorponok and Alpha Q. Yeah, and this is the beginning of... There's a clear moment where the entire idea that this is a training program falls apart, but this is the beginning of it. Um, Alpha Q doesn't join the fight. Uh, Scorponok... Oh, sorry. Jetfire and uh, Ironhide Powerlink, because everybody's gonna... And then Scorponok charges them. There's a bit of a... Stuff with the, like, he's got his uh, tail going. Yeah, he does. Well, he does that in every fight with Ironhide. I'm like, it's got to be Scorponok he's fighting because it's Ironhide. But yeah, Ironhide's got the sword and Scorponok tries to sting him. But this time Ironhide just kind of grabs him. And then apparently this is going to take too long. So these robot girls tell us, let's go watch another battle. And th here's another part. Uh, moment where it falls apart is that there aren't separate rings. There's just one big ring. So how does this work? Are you stopping a fight and bringing yeah. in new fighters? <laughs> are there or are there multiple arenas each with what must be tens of thousands of Autobots in the crowd? Oh yeah, because there's a gajillions of people in the or Autobots in the audience. But uh, yeah, we're going on to fight number four, I guess. In this corner, we have Six Shot and Shock Blast, and on the other corner, it's Roadblock and inferno so we're yeah. bringing back the dead now like yeah, why well, not? i mean roblox is inferno but shock blast isn't he yeah anyway well six shot has a whole bit where he he mentions like i'm so glad you're back big brother and blah 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 but why would a program of six shot in a simulation give a shit or even mention that his brother is back who is just a simulation <laughs> they wrote him to be just that detailed <laughs> but why did they write six shot to even care about it yeah <laughs> anyway he goes he to shake hands programmed to fight <laughs> yeah uh but he doesn't fight he walks up to shake hands and then behind him shock blast is like oh fuck this and and just <laughs> destroys the Autobots with a laser blast. One shot and game over. And uh, Robot Sailor Moon says it's time to check in on... But right now there's like a, an anime fan going, she looks nothing like Sailor Moon, the dress is all wrong. I guarantee you there's a guy yelling at his phone. But yeah, it's time to check in on battle number three, see where we left off and see if it's going. But instead of going to Ironhide and Scorponok, we go to Snowcat and Demolisher, who seem to be lost. In fact, I think they're like, what are we doing here? Yes, and they seem to realize they're in some kind of game. It becomes much more uh, prevalent later on. But they're going to fight uh, Wheeljack, Cliffjumper, Downshift, and Prowl, who just bicker about, I don't even know what they argue about. <laughs> well, even Snowcat's like, they're, they're like a married couple. And again, <laughs> this could take a while. So now we move on to battle number six. We'll leave that one where it is for now. And battle number six is Bruticus and Constructicon on one side and Superior on the other, so that's fair. But it shows both sides as their individual parts at first, and their torso pieces are in robot mode. So I guess these guys do have robot modes. Not only do we see the robot modes, we get to see the entire combination animation for each and every one of them. And it's all hand-drawn, but they go in order of uh, it's Constructicon, then Bruticus, and then Superion, and they get better and better as it goes along. Oh, yeah. Like, Superion's is just friggin' awesome. Just all oh, the yeah. detail. Like, this flips down, that goes over here, and that does that. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah, when Constructicon does it at the beginning, like, towards the end of his combining, the legs just fly in from off screen. But like you said, with Superion, you see 
every piece transform and every transformation done well. Yeah, and they're detailed transformations. It's not just like the original aerial bots where it was like, pull out the legs and flip his head down to form the peg that sticks in this guy's <laughs> yeah. shoulder, right? There's quite a lot to it. So then we go to the next fight, which is Jetfire and Ironhide. Uh, they, I guess, moved on versus Scorponok and Elf. Oh, no, no. The, is this fight still going? Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. Squ- Chris Ray calls him Scorponuts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, combined or power link, they tackle Scorponok. They win. Um, and then we go back to the Snowcat Demolisher uh, downshift prowl fight. Yep, yeah, and uh, Snowcat and Demolisher decide they're going to give power linking a try. To, well, this was hilarious. Did you notice when I think it's Prowl and Wheeljack? They try to power link, but oh. <laughs> I don't think they talked about what they were going to do first because they both form the top <laughs> half of the robot, right? And they still connect, but now one of them's upside down. He's like, "How did I get down here?" Yeah, down downshift faces the crotch, uh, and then Snowcat and Demolisher try to power link, and Paul laughed. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because it looks like they're actually going to pull it off. But I, yeah, for a second, I was like, wait, could they do this the whole time? And I was thinking, okay, it's a simulation, right? They can do whatever they want. But when we come out of uh, the animation for them doing it, it's just demolished. You're standing there holding Snowcat over his head. <laughs> yeah. There's even, like, some kind of weird sound effect, like, doing, doing, doing. <laughs> And then they cut to their, like, title card, and it's just the two of them leaning towards each other, touching pointer fingers. <laughs> it's perfect. And I guess that's it for that fight, because now we're into round two for Hotshot and Rodimus, who are facing... Optimus and Wingding, and it's the exact same thing as before, even the same stupid sound effect. Well, Wingding kind of jumps around in front of Optimus. <laughs> He's like, hey, let's power link. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they, they do Blue Mitten Optimus again, and then Optimus just says, now you two, don't just stand there, and then it cuts to them just standing there for a good three or four seconds. Yep, and then there's another still shot of them just standing there some more, yeah, and <laughs> then we go back to Shock Blast and Six Shot, or who are up against Ironhide and Jetfire, and Jetfire assures Ironhide it's just a virtual Shock Blast. You don't got to be scared of him. He doesn't just have to reassure him, though. He has to reassure him, like, Shock Blast walks up. There's a couple beats. And then Ironhide goes, it's Shock Blast! What's he doing over there? <laughs> and then that's when he's like, don't worry. Just fake. Yeah, I, f- I forgot about that over here. <laughs> but yeah, they power link uh, the other way around this time. This time, Ironhide's the legs and Jetfire's on top. I think they look way better the other way around when Ironhide's Agreed. Like, believe the jackass. But uh, really the jackass. they take a run at the Decepticons. But Six Shot just twitches his ears or horns or whatever those are which traps Jetfire in some kind of red energy and I call bullshit red energy stuff doesn't affect Autobots isn't that what we were going with there for a little bit but if you're looking for continuity first off in Energon swing and a miss and <laughs> if you're looking for continuity in this episode uh, strike two and three <laughs> but yeah six shot blast them and match over and while we look at a still shot of Ironhide calling for Jetfire Snowcat and Demolisher win their match off camera. Yeah, we just cut to them and uh, downshift and prowler on the ground. And then we go back to the Titan fight. Uh, this was actually one of the few moves I really liked is uh, Bruticus is up, up in the air. Superior like charges up, leaps up at him and from out of nowhere, Constructicon drop kicks him out of the air. Yeah, it's like in um, uh, Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, the jump kick you do in that yes. game. It's exactly that. The it just takes you come straight down straight to the ground and this one's over. And it shows bulk and he's like, well, I <laughs> never saw that coming. Two against one. It was ten against five. <laughs> so we then go to the Optimus Wingding fight, and they're going to square off against uh, Rodibus and Hotshot. Uh, or no, they already are. Are they? I, I got so lost that fights jump around so much. But Rodimus and Hotshot power link, and they punch Optimus in the face, who congratulates them as he goes down. Yep, Optimus glass jaw prime. He goes down. <laughs> oh, that was a hell of a punch. Good shot. I think Rodimus is even like, I don't want you to think that was lucky either. <laughs> <laughs> 
And back with Demolisher and Snowcat, Robot Sailor Moon shows them their next opponents, or she's going to take them to their next opponents. And it's Galvatron and Starscream, who just won their first battle, again, off camera, against Cyclonus and Old Demolisher. And this is where it completely goes off the rails. Nothing makes sense anymore, because Galvatron is either inside the simulation as he talks about, like, I had to come here and deal with you assholes, and why aren't you at work? Um, I was looking for you everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, he is either in the simulation, or the Autobots programmed a Galvatron who would specifically think he was Galvatron in the simulation. It it doesn't make sense. Such attention to detail. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, we then go to the Decepticon Titans who, um, they've beaten Superion, and then Optimus Omega Supreme shows up, so he gets another swing at the back. Or bat at the plate, swing at the cricket, the bite volleyball spike. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I call shit like Optimus was eliminated fair and square. So yeah, I call shenanigans. But now he's combined with Omega Supreme, so I guess that makes it fair. But uh, back with Galvatron, he very quickly lays out Snowcat and newer Demolisher, and he's annoyed that he was looking for them and finds them here playing stupid games and back with the combiners they so, start but okay well wait a minute go back to them so does that mean they're really here like did they yeah. leave is, cybertron and come and hook up themselves this up like to this a, game or an online oh. multiplayer game like call of duty or something where you could just jump in and fight but then they should still be on cybertron just like plugged into the matrix yeah. whatever we then we go back to the titans and they're this was kind of cool. It looked a little cool, but it was dumb. Where they're just opening fire on Optimus Prime, and he's just slowly walking towards them, mm-hmm. and it's bouncing off his chest. Ting, 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 ting. <laughs> it's absolutely useless, and he just jumps high into the air, and then he tells two or ten, whoever we're counting them, Decepticons, that I am your leader. I'm like, no, you're not. Actually, Paul, Paul, what he says is, I am your yeah. leader. <laughs> And I just wish the dear listeners could have seen the stupid face I had to make to make that voice. <laughs> but he calls them that on the way down, and then he just grabs Bruticus and just throws him into Constructicon, and there's more where that came from. <laughs> yeah, slammed. Yeah, they're like laying there with their heads or their legs up and their heads out of uh, frame. Uh, anyway, we go back to the six-shot shock blast and hot rod Rodimus fight, uh, because apparently, or I guess we don't go back to it because we're in the semifinals now, um, and shock blast transforms and six-shot rides them and they start shooting at the uh, Autobots. Yeah, kind of reminded me a bit of the Bioroids in uh, the the second part of Robotech, the, the Southern Cross one. Yeah, it's okay. Obscure reference. But yeah, Rodimus transforms and jumps on... I guess they're going to do the same thing, but on the ground, and he starts firing back and manages to shoot the Decepticons down. And now Sixshot is really mad. He throws Shock Blast off. And now Shock Blast is really mad. He gets ready to blast Sixshot because he fell off. And then Sixshot does his twitchy ear thing and zaps Shock Blast to stun him. And then he just disappears. Yeah, it, it's, it's like, hey, I'll, I'll, I don't care that you're family. I'll, I'll get vengeance on anybody who tries to hurt me or something. Um, and when... I forget how it happens, but then he turns to the Autobots, he does the same to them, and to, yes. quote, block the pain, they're going to power link. <laughs> it's some ridiculous shit about how it's just a program. If we use our internal spark, we can overcome this. Oh, oh yeah, man. it's so dumb. But uh, so so they power link, and then they punch out six shot, and then, then we go to Galvatron and Starscream again. Yep, with uh, Snowcat and Demolisher, they're still on the ground, and Galvatron's next opponent is going to be Optimus, but nope, Galvatron's not playing this stupid game. He's going home. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, again, I feel redundant and repetitive asking again, like, is this a simulation? Is he a program? But it, if the second you start to question any of it with anything he does, (laughs) it falls apart. 
Yep. So I guess Optimus gets a bye, and now it's the main event, Hotshot and Rodimus against the guy they already defeated, and this is Omega <laughs> Supreme's head in robot mode standing beside Optimus, because there's this little guy standing beside him. I just called him a little weenie Autobot. Doesn't really matter who he is. But he calls in the Omega train, and it combines with Optimus, and you know what? At least compared to the previous Omega Supreme combinations, this one isn't too bad. It's better. It is detailed, yep. It is. Uh, but it still does kind of look like he's a headmaster at the end of it. Um, and then they finish their transformation and land outside of the ring and are immediately disqualified. Yep. The, the hot shot and rod his win by that. And uh, they throw the confetti and uh, see you next time, folks. And I guess it's next time because now we're back and they get to battle the special guest warrior. Oh, before that, though, there was a great shot where they cut back up to Optimus with the weenie Omega Supreme head. And Optimus goes, I don't know about any disqualification. <laughs> He's all butthurt. But uh, here comes the special guest warrior, the Jumbotron thing, whatever they call it, opens up, and an even smaller than the Autobots Unicron comes out of it, and Hotshot's even like, he's so puny. But it's such a great reveal because it is, you know, like the whole um, Jumbotron opens up and the the Unicron music kicks in and he you see him close up and it looks like this giant thing lowering and then, yeah, when he's in planet (laughs) mode, he's half the size of a Transformer. Yeah, but then he just blasts at them and the size of the blast is as big as he is. (laughs) But uh, then he transforms, which looks pretty good, but it's very quick. Like, but again, you wouldn't do it slow because he's small, right? You need, when he's the planet, yeah, you want to do it slow just to give that scale, I guess. Exactly. Uh, So then the two Autobots, they transform and they charge Unicron as we come to a fucking freeze frame. In a what the fuck episode, why not end on a freeze frame? But uh, Alpha Q whines and complains again about how the Autobots train. Yep, and Robot Sailor Moon says bye-bye until next time, and I guess it's next time because this is still happening and Alpha Q is still talking. And then we go to Kicker, who was also watching this, and behind him, Hotshot sits up and cheers that he and Rodimus finally beat the game. Alpha Q calls it a training program, Hotshot calls it a game, no reason it can't be both. What it is in either case, though, is not real. This isn't actually happening in the physical world. We see that at the end when Hotshot sits up in front of the monitor. So why would they have a virtual tournament to fight against other Autobots? They're not giving themselves crazy powers or even just different abilities they wouldn't otherwise have to make it into a game. They're just sparring like members of the same karate club, essentially. Why not just do it in real life? And why does their training program slash game have deceptive Decepticons fighting Decepticons. What what are you going to learn from that, guys? What's your takeaway from Galvatron kicking the shit out of old Demolisher and Cyclonus, which you didn't even see because it happened off camera? And speaking of things that happened off camera, what about the first fight against Tidal Wave and Mirage? It was literally blank and you miss it. Against Tidal Wave? Man, that guy was never a pushover. If you can beat Tidal Wave so fast that even you're surprised, then you need to adjust some difficulty sliders, boys. Otherwise, you're basically playing with cheat codes. Give them better armor or more hit points or something. Make two or three of Hey, make a combiner entirely a title. Here we are at the end of another episode of Defendpiss. The episode we just reviewed was distribution. Paul, what would you like to distribute? What good parts would you like to distribute along 
across the entire episode. I think Kicker was in this episode for 10 seconds and had two lines. I really like that. But no, uh, <laughs> Bruticus and Superion's combining animation, very, very well done. Very Even good. Constructicons wasn't bad, but but like you said, it just got better with each one. You know what, though? On the Kicker note, when he came in at the last 10 seconds, as I was watching, I literally went, oh, <laughs> I, I, thought, I really thought it's about like... five minutes into it, I was like, oh, we're getting a uh, human-free episode. And right at the end, they were like, nope, Kicker. It's like that really old episode of South Park where they get to the very end and they all realize that Kenny hasn't died yet. And then the credits start and Kenny's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It was a dumb episode like Crash Course. It made me laugh a number of times. Oh, and that snow cat demolisher making quote signs here. Power Link yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> it's just where he ends up just holding them. And holding them. The it's like a cheerleader pose. Like, Did we do it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of dumb. For an episode that was all about fights, there wasn't a lot of action. Well, no. Because they kept switching around so much. Like, if it had have had fewer brackets with longer fights... And, really? And two really. of the fights we didn't even get to see. Like, what was the point of even suggesting it happened if you weren't going to show it, right? Just rather than uh, however many brackets there were, eight, I think, cut it down to four and actually show each in individual fight. Like many, many episodes of Transformers Energon, this one could have been done better. Mm -hmm. The next episode we're going to review might be better, it might be worse, but it's called The Omega Train. If you want to... You can email us, uh, transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Well, I never saw that coming.